Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to the Pet Place Radio Show here on AM 540 and 1260. I'm Marie Hewitt, and I'm so glad you've tuned in. We have some very cool guests lined up today. First, we'll be speaking with Shannon Steer from the Shea Center for Therapeutic Riding. And then, hopefully, we'll be speaking with Joyce McCrory. I do understand she's out on a Greyhound emergency this morning, so she can make it into the studio. We'll be talking to her a little bit later about retired racing greyhounds and what her organization does to get these beautiful dogs into great homes. Now back to the Shea Center. If you don't know what the Therapeutic Riding Center is, you are in for a treat. It involves horses and kids and adults too and it is amazing. That's all I'll say for now so stay tuned and you'll find out a whole lot more here on the Pet Place Radio Show on AM 540 and 1260. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewitt, and I'd like to introduce Shannon Steer from the Shea Center. Hello, Shannon. Thanks for coming down this Thank morning. Thank you guys so much for having me. I really appreciate this opportunity. Now, I know all about the Shea Center because I did a little uh, video for it a few years back, and I just fell in love with the facility. But can you tell our listeners exactly what is the Shea Center? Absolutely. The Shea Center is located in Southern California in San Juan Capistrano. And if you could picture... Right off of the 5 Freeway, there is about a mile to drive, and you are located in this valley. It's so peaceful, you can't hear hardly a thing um, except for horses and the happy, happy noise of children with disabilities, adults with disabilities making progress towards independent living and independent lives. And it's a, it's a, a sound that is, is just so joyful that I, I'd love to invite everybody to come down and take a look. Well, how how is this therapy taking place? I mean, I know there are horses there, and I know that there are children and adults there. What actually is going on? Well, this particular therapy is called hippotherapy, and this is where a rider is going to get on a specially selected horse uh, for their goals. And, and what you're going to do is find that, for instance, my daughter, who has cerebral palsy, will mount the horse, and the horse has a specific gait for her body that is going to allow her pelvis to move in three dimension. That would be back, forth, up, down, and, and tilting side to side. So the same as if she was actually walking on her own. Exactly. Ah. As a matter of fact, the horse therapy, the hippotherapy, is the only therapy that can move my daughter's pelvis in three dimensions so that her brain, in fact, is getting um, from her body instructions as to what to do. When she gets off the horse, then we're hoping that neurological co- connections have been made in the brain, but regardless, her body has physically worked out in that human gait style that is, uh, like I said, can't be found in other, other in places medical in therapy. Instruments. Oh, right. That's amazing. So riding on a horse for a disabled child or a disabled adult is actually simulating walking 
Right. And hopefully this repeated simulation will help them to become better walkers themselves. Absolutely. And, and you know, we'll talk about some other things that it help, helps with, like self-esteem um, and, and just joy. But I think it's really important that everybody understands, uh, at first glance, this might look like a pony ride for some kids, um, and there's nothing wrong with that. But the therapy that I really want to focus on today is is really what has changed my family's life, my daughter's life, and and many, many, many others. So when you found out that your daughter had um, cerebral palsy, uh, can't talk, cerebral palsy, mm-hmm. that must have been pretty devastating news. And I'm sure you went through a lot of uh, therapy prior to finding the Shea Center. Um, how did you find it? I mean, how I get, can people I was in similar really, situations find it? You know, I was so blessed because all of a sudden this network, this community of other parents who have, mostly mothers in my case, who have children with special needs start to talk. Mm-hmm. And we start to talk at all of the places that we go to take um, our children to get them as well as they can be, whatever that may be. But to, to push the envelope and make the kids work um, my daughter wants to work so much harder than I want her to work, and it's because she's seeing results, and that is exciting, and it pushes her forward. Oh, and I'm so. sure being with the horses is a, a big um, factor in this, too. I mean, oh, yeah. I can't imagine being hooked up to some machine somewhere is probably not too fun, but if you have a horse to look forward to, wow, what great fun therapy is. Exactly. My daughter started when she, we started her right away. The the therapy center takes children starting at age three, and it oh. has uh, riders that are in their 70s. Oh, my goodness. And so there's a large spectrum, mostly serving children, though, children okay. under the age of 18, but certainly open to anyone with disabilities. Um, I think when we first learned of, of Kendall's cerebral palsy diagnosis, we jumped into therapy, um, and it was in those networks with those other, you know, lovely angels, I, the mm-hmm. a- other angels, the parents that are taking care of these precious, special children, just told me that there's some other ideas out there, happens to be right here in our backyard, and it's a world-class facility. So um, we couldn't feel more blessed just to be able to, drive, you know, and get our daughter some of the best therapy that um, is out there to offer for her right now. Now, when you first heard of riding on a horse being therapeutic for your daughter, um, didn't that sort of raise some red flags? I mean, here's your your special little daughter. You're going to put her on this huge animal. She could fall off. She could get even more injured. I mean, I would have been scared to death. Tell me about your experience. Well, you know, you put a three-year-old on a horse that's, you know, 16, 17 hands high, and um, it is scary. It's scary for the parents, um, but it's also, I think it challenges the kids. Um, And one of the things that my daughter has learned as a result, I wish I could show you pictures, but if I could paint a picture of a, a sweet little blonde uh, with pigtails. Uh, she has bright blue eyes, and she has, a, I, I have always called it the Julia Watt smile. Uh-huh. And she she just has that million-watt smile, and she gets on that horse, and it's it, there's something electrifying. Yes, it's therapy. Yes, it's hard work. For those of you who haven't ridden a horse in a while, um, it takes a lot of core strength. It takes oh, a lot yeah. of, um, it, it takes a lot of different things. But in the, in the the question about how it works therapeutically and the risks 
they have uh, two volunteers, actually, that are riding um, along with the therapist. So you have the therapist who actually is uh, on one side of the child instructing them on to um, how to reach to the left, reach to the right, and work that core strength. Okay. Um, and so you you have that verbal direction being given from one person. On the other side, there's a volunteer, and our Shea Center has many many precious volunteers. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, that volunteer is 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 you know cautiously watching the other side, and then to the rear you have another volunteer who actually has wow. the reins of the horse and is is guiding that horse in in whatever activity is being done, whether it be obstacle course or around the arena. Um, in a straight line, whatever that may be, and at whatever speed it may be at. Oh, Not all yeah. of the therapy is done uh, walking. Some of it is done actually in a trot. Oh, boy, so, those volunteers need to be in good shape, too. Yeah, they? <laughs> they, they are in good shape, but most importantly, I think their hearts are in the right place because um, without the volunteers at the Shea Center, um, the, the program simply couldn't run. Um, we have the equivalent of 40 volunteers working a 40-hour week each and every single week. Oh, and so and to have, have that many... volunteer staff to manage that. Absolutely. And the reason Incredible. why they do, and I can tell you this because we're involved with many nonprofit organizations, but it's what you get back from the Shea Center that is, is absolutely remarkable. And that is a sense of uh, joy because you're seeing actually some some miraculous things happen it it's like i said a, an electrifying uh atmosphere down there with uh children who sometimes don't have a lot to laugh about um my child excluded but there are certainly some very serious cases of oh, yeah. um disabilities down there and um when they get on a horse and i hear this laugh um, this it, it's not even a laugh; it's just the exuberance of, of joy. Something comes from the bottom of their soul, and it comes out, and it gives you the chill bumps. You can you can hear peacefulness, birds chirping, the quietness of the horse, and you can hear this joy. And I think that's why the volunteers plug in there because um, oh, I've sure. always said it's in the positive past positive feedback, positive feedback. But I think um, whether you subscribe to the Quran or the Old Testament or the New Testament, we're all really challenged to help the special needs community. Sure. And I think inside, um, you know, that that building outside in the arena, what you're finding are people that know in their heart and in their soul has been just nourished and refreshed helping people that um, need it the most, really. That is so wonderful. But I need to ask you this. Um, back when I used to be an animal health technician, um, occasionally I would help out an equine veterinarian. And I definitely dealt with some rowdy horses over the years and, and got kicked a few times right. and uh, stepped on a <laughs> few times. And And how do you find a horse that's going to be calm enough and gentle enough to handle the somewhat erratic movements sometimes of children, especially right. little children with disabilities. I Absolutely. would think that would freak a horse out. Well, you know, and I've always said that these are not your ordinary horse. These are special horses. Um, some of them have really trained their their whole entire lives to do this. Others were just born to do it. Wow. It's kind of like people, I suppose, um, but the wisdom, the maturity, the um, there's just this this grandeur about the horses that um, you know I have been up close with that my daughter has has ridden. And by the way, she thinks that they are 
her horses. Of course. <laughs> she doesn't realize somebody else is riding it later in the day. Does perhaps, she have a favorite? She does. She she loves Ollie at the at the moment. Ollie is her horse, and um, the connection. I I got to say the bond that happens between you know the child or the adult and the horse. Um, there's something very majestic um, about that animal, and they uh, they just know. They just know who they are, and they were no, they know what they're born to do. Wow, Shannon. I have so many more questions for you, and I know our uh, greyhound person, Joyce McRory, is still out on her greyhound emergency. So I'm going to ask you, since I have so much to talk about with you, would you mind staying for the second Not half of Not at all. My show? pleasure. Oh, that'd be outstanding. And, and everybody, thank you for tuning in this morning. We are going to take a very quick break, but we'll be right back in just a minute, so stay tuned here on AM 540 and 1260. Welcome back to the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewitt, and as I said before, Joyce McRory from Greyhound Pets of America from the greater Los Angeles area is still out on her Greyhound emergency, so we'll have to have her back for another show to talk about Greyhounds and how to adopt them and how to help. But in the meantime, Shannon Steer from the Shea Center has been kind enough to stay with us and answer some more questions. And Shannon, before we get too far, I realize I haven't asked you about your contact information for people who want to volunteer or to learn more information about the Shea Center. Can you tell our listeners Absolutely. www.sheacenter.org, S-H-E-A center.org. Okay, and that has a wealth of information. Absolutely. How to volunteer, if you need help, if you need the hippotherapy. Right. Um, it's all there on that website. And donations. We're nonprofit. Have to throw that in. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm sure it costs a fortune. It to does. Let's facility. talk about that. Actually, there's only uh, 10% of the costs that are collected. Um, the costs that are involved in doing this are passed along to the parent of writers like um, for my child um, oh, wow. because this is very expensive. You can only imagine we have 26 horses, special horses that okay. I talked about before that are on the property. And care um, of horses. The care of horses expensive. is not inexpensive. Um, mm -hmm. But at the same time, we have been just blessed with donations from the community. This is a organization that does not receive any state or federal or even county funding. Oh, okay. um, all of the money that is raised for this program um, comes from private individuals and uh, grants and uh, some corporations. Oh, that's a huge who, accomplishment. Oh, it's just, you know, to be able to see, I, I can tell you at the last barbecue here in September, uh, we were able, as a, as a family who benefits so much from the center, we were able to see um, the Klein family actually write a check right there for $1 million and oh, then challenge man. the audience to um, donate and that they would match up to another $850,000. So to see um, that kindness and, and generosity in our community. It um, was overwhelming. It was. They brought, it really did bring me to tears. And my daughter was there. My whole family had come, and uh, everybody was um, just, just amazed to see the the how this has been received in the community. Um, it's just it's just been a wonderful ride. I, I want to ask you this, Shannon. Um, 
Is hypotherapy considered uh, by the medical profession to be a legitimate therapy? In other words, is this something that would be covered under medical insurance programs if well, you wanted to request that? Absolutely. I would tell you many physicians, orthopedic um, physicians, surgeons, um, neurological for my daughter, um, certainly the, the hypotherapy is looked at as um, a, a pretty new, even though it's been around for about 40 years, but a, a pretty new form of therapy that's highly effective. Um, the insurance question, that really goes to individual policies. Obviously, a PPO is going to be more favorable to you. But okay. certainly, um, you know, I think most mothers and uh, fathers that are in my situation know that you've got to pick up the phone, you've got to get a contact person um, for those kids, and you've got to work them, have them tell you why it can't be done. Um, I was okay. very successful in that area. But when I first submitted my claim, um, they they denied it. Oh, no. So, yeah. Oh, that must have been a big fight then, trying to Well, show you know, you have needed. to fight. Um, yeah. That's part of being, you know, a parent of a special needs child. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I, I, have, I have been fighting for her since the day she was born. I bet and, you have. <laughs> um, she, she is about to the point where she could put up her own fight, I can tell you wow. that. But How old is she now? She's six years old. Okay. She's a twin. Um, she has a sister named Madison, and uh, the two of them are the joy of my life. Now, does Madison feel a little jealous that she doesn't get to go ride well, the horses? Well, I tell you something. Um, the Shea Center is a center for only people with disabilities. Okay. However, in the summertime, they, they have put together um, a summer camp program for the community where abled-bodied children and disabled-bodied children go to camp together and ride horses. Um, oh, this program wow. was just recently opened up. And, um, you know, so Madison, as a sister of Kendall, uh, can can do the things that Kendall does. And, um, she, you know, she uh, obviously loves it. But she oh, also volunteers fun. there. So she understands oh. that when Kendall <laughs> is doing her therapy, she shreds paper. She stuffs, stuffs the envelopes. She is oh. a big part of the center, um, just like I am. When I am, um, when I have some downtime, I am in the office and I am helping. So... Um, Shannon, can you tell me a little bit, how did the center get its start? I mean, was there somebody who spearheaded the whole Absolutely. Operation? And this, I mean, this woman is uh, a mentor, um, somebody that I hope to meet one day. She uh, moved from Southern California, but she was a social worker named Fran Joswick. Um, she founded the Therapeutic Writing Program in 1978 with just one therapy horse, one rider, and two volunteers. Oh, wow. um, she had a child with special needs and had heard about this therapy in Europe and decided to give it a try. Um, Michael, her son, has uh, still been, it's still writing 30 years later oh, um, and wow. has made so much progress. Um, her her heart and her spirit lives with us. Um, they donated the land for us to use. Um, now the center was originally named after. Absolutely. Um, it was, absolutely. And I can't really speak to why it's it's called the Shea Center now, but I can tell you that uh, Fran Joswick is an angel that uh, her spirit, you know, lingers over that center, and, and we can feel her smiles upon us every day. So we try to do her proud. Oh, that's wonderful. That's, that's so cool. Now, 
if somebody wanted to volunteer down there, do they have to be a horse person, or is there something oh, else they not. can do if they're a little timid around horses? You know, we need volunteers in, in every capacity. You can only imagine from fundraising to office and administration work. Um, the kids that are in the community can start with barn help oh, in, okay. at the age of 13. Okay, so, so you have to be at least 13. You have to be 13, um, as, you know, especially around the animals and the and the barn work. That's why, you know, Madison, who's six, is in the office. But, um, you know, really, they're just looking for young adults and, uh, you know, adults of all ages to okay. do whatever their talent is. Okay. Um, my talent is talking about it. I was <laughs> born with the gift of the blab, oh, and I, I have just been able to to really step in and tell people, hey, you know, this is this is Thanksgiving. You know, this mm-hmm. is time to really evaluate um, our time, talents, and our treasure. And, um, you know, one of mine is, is being able to stand up. It's not easy, um, especially because this is such a, a medically private issue to our family. But um, I have had the courage really just to stand up and talk about my, my daughter's disability because I have always felt that um, in doing so, I was able to bring maybe something else to the Shea Center, maybe sure, a show, a, yeah, a show a person, a place mm-hmm. to volunteer to make their heart happy and maybe even healed. Um, these horses, like I said, they're incredible and and um, I just bet the horses the, are smiling too. You know, my actually Ollie does every time Ollie sees Kendall. You know that I tell you, you know when people say dogs smile, and I, I'm telling you, horses smile too because they they their little do. ear, his her ear flickers and and uh it's just it's just to see you know Kendall's excitement that horse knows that for the next hour they're going to be together and they're going to have a good time and there's going to be some work that's done now I need to ask you one more quick question because we're running out of time but I understand that the facility is going through some renovations can you give us a little idea of what's going on and let us know how people can help support um, these efforts? Absolutely. Um, you know, donations of money. We're we're actually collecting money in real time. Um, and this is for what kind of renovation? There's a, a $4.5 million equestrian project. Um, that was recently completed, but we have plans for a $3.5 million education, family, and client center. Um, this basically is the therapy that's done on the mats after the child has ridden the horse. Um, these are, you know, beautiful, beautiful arenas that are covered. So even if it's raining, my child can still do the therapy. So Fantastic. So let's tell everybody one more time what's the web address where they can go check it out and decide that they're going to volunteer or take go part. Go to Shea, S-H-E-A, center.org. SheaCenter.org. Shannon, thank you so much for telling us about the Shea Center. There's so much more I'd like to talk about, but unfortunately we're out of time. Perhaps you could come back again in the future. Absolutely, I'd love to. Tell us a little more about this wonderful organization. Um, In the meantime, um, listeners out there, please check out that website and get involved if you can. So we're going to take a quick break. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back here on AM 540 and 1260 with Pet News and Events. These half-hour shows just go by way too fast, so let me squeeze in a couple of things before I sign off. First, if you don't have any plans for today, why don't you attend a pet first aid and CPR class? 
Some of the proceeds from your registration fee will go to benefit the Surf City Animal Response Team, who you may remember have been on the show before. They're a nonprofit group dedicated to educating folks about the need to prepare and care for animals in the event of disasters. The instructor is Denise Fleck, who has gobs and gobs of training with the Red Cross and Pet Tech Incorporated, American Health and Safety and Learning Corporation, and is a member of the Surf City Animal Response Team. The cost is $49 per person, and a portion of this fee will also go to benefit the Orange County SPCA. For more info, contact Sunny Dog Inc. at 818-951-7962. Now tomorrow, one of my personal favorite annual events is happening. It's Paws for a Cause and Pictures with Santa. Both events benefit the Seal Beach Animal Care Center, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Seal Beach Animal Care Center, which is located at 1700 Adolfo Lopez Drive in Seal Beach. Have your family's photo taken with Santa and put your pet's paws to canvas to create art and raise money for homeless animals. There is a $15 registration fee per artist. And for more information, call 562 530-4993. I want to remind everyone that if you have any comments about our show or would like to make a suggestion for topics or guests or just have a question about animals that you'd like answered, please email me at jafari at fia.net. That's spelled J-E-F-A-R-I at F-E-A dot N-E-T. I do answer every letter I receive So don't be shy. Drop me a line, and perhaps we'll feature your idea on our next installment of the Pet Place radio show. And if you just can't get enough of the Pet Place, you can watch us on TV on KDOC at 6.30 a.m. on every Sunday morning. Yep, we're, we're definitely an early morning crowd here on the Pet Place, and we'll be back again early next Saturday here on the Pet Place radio show on AM 540 and 1260. Have a wonderful weekend, and don't forget, stay or neuter your pets. Goodbye for now.